Douglas Goldstein, Health Innovation Media, Health 2.0, number 13. Wow. I'm here with uh, Jamie Skipper, who's the CEO of Elevation Health Consulting, and her associate and vice president, Damon Davis. And I know both of you from the regulatory mechanisms and leadership of various agencies in Washington, D.C. So mm -hmm. can you tell me what Elevation Health Consulting is focused on? Yeah, so we are a group of former feds uh, who have worked with numbers of companies as we were feds. Um, and we are the folks that have written a lot of the rules that have that dictate what health IT and uh, data um, data technology companies need to be doing, how they need to be exchanging uh, data, what kind of data they need to be collecting, how they need to be collecting it, using it, analyzing it to improve uh, patient care, uh, health delivery, how to improve patient outcomes. In order to be able to do that, you need to be able to create tech that is actually aligned to what the reimbursement landscape looks like. And there's more than just reimbursement. Now, in order to be in reimbursed, you have to be able to do certain things before you can even right. be reimbursed. Those are the rules that we wrote. Now we're out of the government, some of us. Some of us are still in. And uh, we're here to help companies make sure that they're regulatorily aligned so that they can scale. Damon, thoughts on uh, where are you f really focused? Which rules are, are you really targeting? What kinds of companies do you really want to work with? So from our perspective, I think one of the things that's important to focus on is the idea that we like to handle small companies to the degree that we can. So seed fund, series A, but when you think about that market, I think it's important to recognize that we're also talking about the investment community that coincides with those companies. So an investor being savvy is going to want to understand regulatory alignment in order to sort of guide us towards the companies that are already in their invested asset pool and say you know what the regs you're talking about onc's um uh, recent proposed rule cms's recent proposed rule i've got companies in my invested asset pool that are going to be the kinds of companies i need you to engage with and so we want to sort of use the investment uh, community as a resource to try to gain access to these smaller companies to help them to reach profit and scale based on these regs. Because a lack of understanding and alignment with those regs is really going to end up being a huge pitfall. And if you, if you can speak to the experts, the feds who wrote the regs, you're going to be in a real strong strategic position to maximize some of the green fields and also avoid some of the pitfalls that I've already alluded to. So... Uh, are you, you're almost like an extended regulatory department of these companies, is that? Yeah, a lot of times um, we work with folks who have said, oh, we have a policy person in our shop, which is great. I'm happy for you. <laughs> <laughs> but a lot of times what happens is they're reading the regs that our folks have actually written, and they're trying to interpret it. But our folks, having written it, being part of those you know conversations indoor at the federal government with our stakeholders, we understand not only what is written because we wrote it, but we understand why it's written. We understand where we're heading, uh, why the government is saying what they're saying and why they want to push the market in a certain direction. That way we can advise folks on what they can expect in the future, both in terms of what's coming down the pike in terms of new regulations, as well as how uh, a new, uh, current regulation is going to be enforced, which is a huge piece as well. Um, and so 
we love to work with companies to help them do that. Um, with the folks, we work with folks that are in-house policy folks as well. We add that layer of expertise, but really honestly, if you don't have the policy folks inside, that's the place where we love to come in and work with you, uh, work with those companies to um, really help them guide them through a, a, an emerging change. Um, and then maybe we might um, help them in various different areas where it might be short-term engagements, it might be long-term engagements. Bringing folks like us adds a flexibility that having in-house staff doesn't always allow them to have. So what are the big areas of focus? Like transparency, interoperability, do you have any special expertise across the spectrum that you can share with the audience? There's a, various, a variety of different things. You could talk about um, data blocking and some of the rules that have come out, data interoperability. Uh, this, you know, an entire spectrum of things. Jamie, maybe you could say a couple of words about some of the things that some of our SMEs are most focused on. Yeah, so absolutely data interoperability. The new rule that came out this year that's talking about interoperability, um, info blocking, those are the rules that we wrote. What's also important is other agencies that are looking at um, uh, interoperability and looking at data out of taking clinical data out of EHRs for, for example, research and product uh, improvements such as the NIH and the FDA. Um, also, another really cool emerging area, SDOH, um, which is uh, social determinants right. of health. Um, I'm so used to saying SDOH <laughs> now, um, but uh, it's social determinants of health, which is really about looking at the whole patient, and we're finally getting to the point that people are starting to talk about that. Um, it's really interesting to see who in the market space is really interested in that, where they're positioned to really look at that, build that into their product, whether they can really see the ROI of building that into their product, but how to do that in a way that is built with, with the emerging regulations and reimbursement um, uh, plans that the government has. So let me, let me add something to that too. Something that I think we maybe didn't articulate very well is the idea that a lot of companies are collecting, curating, transferring, uh, and receiving data. And there's a lot of regulation that coincides with each piece of those different types of data functionality or data capability. And, and that is along the lines of what we're talking about. When we talk about um, data blocking and data interoperability, I think companies uh, often will hear those things in the back of their head, but not necessarily think about themselves as either a recipient of data someone who is collecting, curating, analyzing, and holding data for a specific reason, or is in some transitory um, component of the data life cycle. And so as, as, as we talk to the companies that are out there, I think it's important for you to think of yourselves from that perspective, not just necessarily the buzzword in the regulation, but how am I using, transferring, collecting data, and then how do these regulations apply to me from that perspective? Also, the perspective of what regulations are potentially coming down the pike, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So our folks, as well, we say to a lot of the companies that we've worked with that when you see a regulation um, released, that's been in the works for years. Uh, so usually when a reg is released, there's been years of pilot activity uh, that's been sponsored by the federal government. Those early players that have been part of those pilot activities 
are really front and center in terms of positioning their companies to really be ready for the emerging market um, and also having a great say in what that regulation is going to say. Um, then once the regulation is out, how to interact with the folks that are finalizing those rules, really, really important. We work with folks to really be in that game to make sure that they're uh, optimizing on where their company can go. So you work across FDA, HHS? Uh, All across HHS and beyond because uh, when you're talking about HHS, you're talking about uh, CMS, FDA, NIH, ONC being the pinnacle in terms of the real deep uh, data tech, um, data standards and data policy regulations. Um, but also, you were, you're looking at DOD and VA as they're figuring out, you know, their health care for all of their members. Um, and so a lot of, lot of different, lot of different um, agencies are, are folks that not only, we, n not only we work with, but that's where we come from. If I could, also, one of the things that I learned from Jamie is a reinforcement of something that I picked up on, but I just hadn't thought about from the regulatory perspective, which is, all of the agencies that she just named actually have an interplay off of each other in terms of the regulations that they create and develop. So, for example, the Office of National Coordinator for Health IT, ONC, is very strategically focused on a lot of the things that CMS is doing in terms of reimbursement models because of the electronic health records adoption um, mandates that have come forth previously. But then you start to think downstream in terms of uh, research capabilities from electronic health records data, and you begin to bring in entities like uh, the National Institutes of Health, NIH. You also start to think about um, wearables, uh, various drug interactions, and all of the data that can come from an electronic health record, and that brings in FDA. So CDC, who is going to be focused on surveillance. So th my point is, as you examine the regulatory environment, you're thinking about all of the different interplay between the various agencies. No, the, that's a critical issue, both the interpretation of the regulation, because let me give you an example. I'll ask you a question. So chronic care management has a code mm -hmm. that is reimbursed. So if I'm managing a Parkinson's patient over a period of time and documenting the improvement of his functional status related to the Parkinson's scale, as a clinician, could I bill the $43 for chronic care management for a Parkinson's patient. Most people think diabetes, right? right. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting because about five years ago, as, as I personally was a fed, uh, I saw a change, which is daunting, but also very exciting for me personally, in that when you were a company uh, a number of years ago, looking at a, regu a regulation, you can kind of focus on that one regulation. About five years ago, which is exciting for me, I saw these big agencies really starting to work together. That means that now you're thinking about a number of different regulations, how they all interplay together, how these agencies are working together for on shared goals. When you're thinking about a certain code now, you're not just thinking about CMS, you're thinking about how all of these, these agencies are trying to get to a certain place with that code. Now with the new emerging world of, of value-based care in that we're moving from fee-for-service fee you know, to this kind of different world where you're looking at patient outcomes, how does that interplay with what NIH is seeing in research and how they're pulling that into FDA products and then talking to CMS on what new codes should be there and how they all work together? 
mouthful, but really seriously, it's it's really complex, and that's really why we are working with folks, and why that's really getting to the value of what we bring. So, a uh, couple things. Let's. Um how do people get in touch with you? But before that, let's reinforce what kind of companies you really want to work with that you can actually extend and make the regulatory impact much greater than one person, even if they have one person. Right. Um, so we love, love, love to work with uh, folks as early as possible, either in their business formation or in their product formation. Uh, Obviously, if the funds aren't there, we love to work with in their investors or we work, work with investors directly um, as they're looking at the type of changes and um, regular regulatory thought processes that their assets need to be thinking about. Um, we also love to work with seed companies. We have actually worked with larger companies who are now creating new products and they're pivoting as these emerging uh, regulatory landscapes are, are changing. You know, the, the landscape is changing, so they realize they need to pivot. That's where we can come in. We love to be there when that nascent new ideas are formulating. That's when we can have the impact. Mm -hmm. Along those lines, if I could, I think what Jamie's trying to articulate is that regulatory alignment really needs to be seen as a business strategy. It's not just something that you need to consider after you've done your product development, your service, your app, but it's something you need to consider along the way because ultimately it could end up being a pitfall. So how do people get in touch with Elevation Health Consulting? Yeah, good question. So you can find us on Twitter at ElevationHC. You can find us online, www.elevationhealthconsulting.com. And I'm Damon at Elevation Health Consulting and Jamie at ElevationHealthConsulting.com. Well, Health 2.0, 13th edition, and thank you. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC.